podcaster proof that God loves us and wants us to be happy and other misquotes this week on Dropping Sunday. Hey, hey, welcome to Dropping Sunday. I'm one of your hosts, Seth. And I am your other host, Andrea. If this is your first time around here, we're so excited you're here. Just a couple of notes. We're not here to get you saved. We're also not here to tick you off, although either of those things could happen. And if they do, we need to know about it. Yes, this is a podcast by Christians for Christians, but you don't need to believe to belong. You could join the conversation at Dropping Sunday on all the things. Hey, Andrea, how's your heart? Yeah. Fantastic. How's it, yours? It's doing so good. It, it's re, it's really doing good. Uh, and, and mostly because uh, something came to me this week that I really understood in a way that I've, uh, I've never really known before. Okay. It's really that the Lord works in mysterious ways. He does. He does. You know, we talk about things, uh, you know, that are fun and that are silly a lot. We talk about pop culture mm-hmm. and things like that. But sometimes you just really have to get into what the scripture says uh, and <laughs> Sometimes it's just, you know, when you read something in the Bible, like the Lord works in mysterious ways. Um, Seth, I I hate to burst your bubble, but that's not in the Bible. But I've heard it a lot. So it's got to be in there. Um, and listen, me pretending that there's things that are in the Bible is so much easier than me actually reading the Bible. So can we just do that instead? Um, no. No. That's not the way this I'm works, sorry. huh? That's not the way it works. All I right. mean, you can do that if you'd like to, but it's not going to it's not going to do you any good. So so let's do this. Let's talk about some things that are <laughs> not in the Bible that uh that people think are. Yeah. And we'll start with that one. The Lord works in mysterious ways. It's not in there. <laughs> it's not in there, guys. I've looked for it. I've 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 searched for it. So I can't find it. It was actually written by uh, a guy named William William Cowper. Uh, who lived in the 18th century, and it comes from the hymn, God Moves in Mysterious Ways. It's a song. It's a song. It's a song. Now, isn't that the problem with a lot of things, is that we hear a song, and that song then becomes our theology? (laughs) Wow. That's a whole other episode. We could do do modern (laughs) songs with bad theology. We could do that for sure. We could do ancient songs of that theology if you wanted to. <laughs> also, also fair. So what I want to do is I let, let's go through a list of just different things. And I want you to tell me, I'm going to tell you what's wrong and you tell me what's right. I, I trust you oh. enough to be able to figure this out. Okay. Oh, gosh. Okay. True or false? This feels like a quiz that I'm going to fail, but okay, I'm ready. Listen, we're, we're going to work through this together. It's fine. It's open book <laughs> quiz and I got all the notes. Okay. Okay, good. True or false? The three wise men. Are the three wise men in the Bible? No. There are, there are kings that come, there are wise men that come to visit, but it doesn't specifically say three. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's Magi yeah. or Magi, depending on let's... How bougie you are. But, uh, but not necessarily wise men. Also... Um, there's no number. No. You know, the, the number had to have come from the gifts, right? Correct. Because they thought yeah. there's only three gifts, so one person brought a thing. What, it, yeah. Makes the nativity set a little cleaner. That's all it does. It does. It does. Yeah. What about, uh, what about the phrase, the eye is the window to the soul? No, that's not in the Bible. No, no. Okay, there's something that's close. Matthew 6.22 says the lamp of the body is the eye, but there is uh, no reference to it saying that it's a window to the soul. No. Um, so 
I don't know. Some some people count that as a uh, as a proverb um, written by <laughs> William Shakespeare, who uh, wrote most yeah. of the Bible. If we're gonna be honest, <laughs> I mean, listen. Can we talk about how William Shakespeare wrote the Bible? Can we do that? <sighs> yes. Okay. Tell me. <laughs> so, when was when was the original King James version of the Bible translated into English? 1600s, yeah, right? Yeah, 1611 was the first one. Uh-huh. 1613 came out with all the the uh the the chapters and verses and punctuation yeah. and all that stuff. Um who was the most prominent writer in England during the time? That would be William Shakespeare. Yeah, well, good old good old Billy Shakespeare. Um <laughs> to think that he didn't have a part to play in actually helping translate oh, especially of things like the Psalms. When yeah. you read some of the Psalms and you compare it to some Shakespearean literature and you see the wordplay that's there, because in a Psalm, you want there to be like something musical. You want there to be yeah. some structure, some rhyming structure and those types of things. Uh, and to think that William Shakespeare didn't put a little bit of his own flair whenever he was translating it from the original Hebrew. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, wow. I never really thought of that, but it's absolutely true. So, wow, man, I, hmm. there is, I'll have to look this up. Nobody, nobody listened to me on this one, but let's just, <laughs> I, I remember finding this in, in college. It blew my mind. I believe that William Shakespeare was 41 years old whenever the, uh, when the King James version of the Bible came out, if you go to Psalm okay. 41 and you count 41 words from the beginning, the word is will. And if you count 41 uh, 41 words from the end, it's I am. So will I am or William. Then because he likes he likes puzzles, if you count 35 words in from the beginning, it's shake. And then 35 from 41 is, uh, it might be 46. It might be 46. It's something like that. But it's if you count that from the end, it's spear. So you actually have his name that he kind of put in as a word play. And then in later translations of the of that psalm, it just doesn't exist. It's just not in there. So, um, so it would only be in the King James. It would the be in the original, original King James, correct. Yeah. So there's just there's weird things that are in there um that uh people will see Shakespearean and will be like, oh, that sounds biblical because it was written in the same time as the King James yeah. Bible. That's why. Yeah. That's why it the sounds same, the same time, the same uh, language and tone, all of that. That's why it. That's why it sounds so familiar. Uh, that's Absolutely. why it sounds familiar. So you got. You just got to be careful. Okay. Here's the next one. You ready? Yeah. Andre, what was the fruit that was in the Garden of Eden? It was an apple, obviously. Clearly, clearly, <laughs> it was an apple. Right. Everybody knows it was an apple. Every it's, painting that we've ever seen is an apple. Nope. Every single one. No, it we don't know. It doesn't. No, it is more likely a pomegranate. Yeah. Why because, is it more likely a pomegranate? Just because of that that area of the world, the the mm. the ripest, sweetest fruit would have been a pomegranate. That yeah. that's why. Um you see uh like Saul hangs out under a pomegranate tree because mm-hmm. he loves he loves pomegranates and they can be turned into wine and all those other things. Like it's uh-huh. more than likely a po- it's more than more likely a pomegranate than it is an apple, for sure. For sure. Okay. Yeah. That's hilarious. Ooh, I like this one. Okay. A fool and his money are soon parted. Oh. Yeah, that's a proverb, isn't it? 
It sounds like one, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Tusser wrote that one. (laughs) Oh, man. Totally had me. In 1573, in 500 points of good husbandry. Oh, my goodness. Are we sure that's not in the Bible anywhere? It it feels like it should be, but it's not. It absolutely feels like a proverb. (sighs) That's hilarious. I've I've got a couple more. Okay. Can we do a couple more? Yeah. All right. This too shall pass. <laughs> no, this that's not in the Bible. It's not in there. It's no. Listen, the origin of that phrase isn't even Christian. It's Muslim. Oh goodness. Oh man, you just set the world on fire. I know. <laughs> it's not. Now here here's the thing. Is it true? Yeah, this too shall pass. Yeah. I do like uh I do like the phrase from Luke chapter two that says, and it came to pass. Mm -hmm. I like the idea that things didn't come to stay. They came to pass, but that's not even what that means. It just means that, Hey, and this happened. Oh, also this thing happened, but I like the phrasing of it came to pass. Well, Um, and also there are other, there are scriptures in the Bible that have the same kind of idea of this too shall pass. Yeah. Like oh. talking about joy, joy comes in the morning, you know, weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. That's the sure. same idea, but no, that's, this too shall pass is not in the Bible. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. You can't, you can't, you can't quote it to, to anything. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Can you name the seven deadly sins? Let's see. Wrath. Okay. Envy. Yeah. Gluttony. Sure. Uh, slothfulness, laziness. Yep. Um, oh, I should know the other ones. What, uh, lust? Lust, yep. Two more, two more. Give me a hint. Greed. Greed. Come on. And, and pride. Pride. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So, where are those listed in the Bible? Um, are they in... Are they in Ecclesiastes? <clears throat> nope. Uh, Pope Gregory came up with those in 590 what? AD. <laughs> no. Yep. He sure did. And then it was popularized by Dante in his uh, Divine Comedy after oh. that. So so those um, are not in the Bible anywhere? No, no, that, not, not a list of deadly sins anywhere. Uh, now, all of those things are talked about in different places of the Bible, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. But the idea of like there being seven deadly sins, now nah, that's a, that, that's a, a Pope came up with that. You are blowing some people's minds right now. Yeah. Honestly, I, there are people that are listening to this going, I'm, I am going to find that in the Bible and prove Seth wrong. They are saying that to you right now. Yeah. Please do. Please do. I'm, I'm, I'm at Sethford on all the things. Um, <laughs> F-E-R-D. S-E-T-H-F-E-R-D. Okay. Um, here's one. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. This, this, one, this one I'm going to get arguments on. Uh-oh. I know that I already know it. Pride comes before the fall. Okay, so it is not in the Bible like that, but there is a verse that says pride goeth before destruction, right? That's right. Pride goes before destruction. And then the next part of that verse in Proverbs 16, 18 says, and a haughty spirit before a fall. And a haughty spirit before a fall. Yeah. Okay. So, so why, do you know where we came yeah. up with the, the phrase pride goes before a fall? Pride goes no, before me. the fall? <clears throat> tell me. It's a... Uh, it's a Beatles song <laughs> it's called uh, I'm a Loser. <laughs> they, they shortened it up. 
the the Beatles misquoted it. So now we do. That sounds about right. Actually. <laughs> it's close enough. That works. That's good. Cool. Listen, imagine all the people. Um, uh, let's. Okay. Um, what about the phrase "to thine own self be true"? Oh, that's for for sure Shakespeare. Yeah, absolutely, it is. It's Hamlet. That is. N- <laughs> That is not in the Bible. People quote it all the time. <laughs> to thine own self be true. Because it has thine, it has Elizabethan English. People go, ah. That's got to be. be in the Bible. So, oh, my word. So, um, okay. Oh, I've got man. three more. Okay, you ready? Okay. Yes, I'm ready. Cleanliness is next to godliness. That is not in the Bible. All of, all of the mothers would like to pretend that it is so they could try to get their kids to clean, but that is not in the Bible. Yeah. Now... We we should talk about how uh, Leviticus. Um, there's a lot of reference to like being clean. Like there's a lot. Mm-hmm. Of, there's a big. Hey, why is Leviticus so weird? Can we? I'm throwing. I'm throwing a throwing you for a loop here. You're throwing me a curveball here. Yeah, yeah. Why? Uh-huh. Why is why Leviticus? <laughs> why? You know, it it's interesting because you know it is a list of laws that the people were supposed to follow. Now, I kind of wonder, remember when we talked about um, verses that are misused? Yeah. uh, Used out of context? Yeah. Did we talk about tattoos then? Did we talk about people using Uh, that verse out of context? No, we didn't. Okay. We didn't, but I think that... That's in Leviticus. Yeah, yeah. When we we talked about the verse... Uh, where there's no vision, the people perish. Okay. Or where there's no revelation, yeah. the people cast off restraint, if you want to look at it in a different version. Sure. And I think that's what Leviticus is. I think Leviticus was a response to people casting off restraint. Okay. Um, but Maybe not, uh, not... I'm not saying specifically to that verse, but I just think that Leviticus, because it's so specific yeah. sometimes. It gets, it gets really weird. Like, um, if, uh, if a woman's on her cycle, like, she got to go outside. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like that one. Um, or like a hey, if you got a if you got a if you got a dookie, uh, take a shovel and go away from everybody and spend some time by yourself in the woods digging a hole, and then dookie. actually that one's not bad. That that one's a good one, so that it doesn't stink up the camp, right? Um, right. Hey, don't eat pork. Why? Don't uh, don't get a tattoo. Like all of these things are just like kind of yeah. like. Well, I I don't know if you've had bacon. Andre, have you had bacon? <laughs> I have had bacon and it's real good. It's real good. Um, it's real I, good. I, I've got a, I've got a tattoo. Um, so people take those context, the, those verses out of context. Um, how about uh, this is my favorite when people come up and they're like, uh, they try to quote Leviticus and they, they talk about mm. tattoos and how they're a sin. And, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, well let's read just a couple verses up. And it says, don't shave uh, the, the sides of your face and you have, you, you don't have a beard. So you're breaking Levitical law. So right. w- what's up with you? And uh, people really like to like cherry pick Levitical laws to to get onto. Mm-hmm. Man, I just I just can't. Let's look at the 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 spirit of the verse for for just a moment. Right. Let's talk about tattoos. That's not even what we're going to talk about. But um, just uh, it talks about tattooing the names of dead people, mm-hmm. and. That is a pagan ritual in order to make sure that they cross over into the afterlife properly. Um, Ah. And so that has not really a whole lot to do with uh, whether or not I have a cartoon character tattooed on (laughs) my my shoulder. That's just not, 
It's just, it's just That's not the not same what they thing. were talking about. I'm, I'm not doing a pagan ritual. I'm not doing anything about someone's soul or anything else. Uh, there's mm-hmm. some, there's some tattoos that are bad ideas. There are some pet tattoos that are demonic. There are some tattoos that probably should not exist, but, um, you know, if you've got a full sleeve and it's got a depiction of like Jesus on a cross and an empty tomb, you're probably okay. You're probably on the right side. You're of probably things. fine. You're going to be just, if you fine. have a tattoo that, uh, says no regerts, you might end up regretting that one. Hey, but by, by the way, I I've got to believe that somebody <laughs> did a no regrets tattoo as a bit, and for that, I think it's hilarious. But sure. Then again, um, being smart is hard. <laughs> being smart is hard. I uh, said the phrase uh, "I can't fix stupid" at work today nice. <laughs> this week. <laughs> That's nice. One hundred percent. I said I can explain to you as much as as. I can. I can give you a breakdown to the very smallest detail, but I cannot make you understand it. I cannot fix stupid. Well, cleanliness is next to godliness. Yeah, we we have some things that are, um, you know, that we think maybe a rabbi in the second century maybe have said it. The first English version comes from Francis Bacon. He wrote um, mm-hmm. in Advancement of Learning, quote, cleanliness of the body was ever deemed... Pres- to proceed from a due reverence to God. Really what that means is that if you love God, you're going to take mm-hmm. care of yourself because mm. he made you. Yeah. So it's like if the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, clean up the temple. That's okay. Right. It's okay to keep the That's temple fine. in good in good working order. And uh, yeah. not, not, you ever gone to a church and there's like trash on the floor? Mm-hmm. It makes me, drives me crazy. Um drives me real crazy. I remember, and I think I've told this story on the pod before. I remember um, using the restroom just off the side of the stage at Heartland Church where Steve Hill was pastor. And Mm -hmm. um, I was washing my hands at the same time that Steve was, Pastor Steve was washing his hands. And he got done washing his hands, grabbed paper towels, dried his hands, and then grabbed three more and cleaned the bathroom. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, let's make sure, because... It's God's house. We're going to take care of it. Yeah. And, and that's, a, that, that's a good thing. John Wesley uh, eventually changed it to the phrase that we use today of the cleanliness is next to godliness. Just kind of shortened it. A little, little more catchy. Gotcha. John Wesley knew how to yeah. get, a, get a rhyme in there. A L- little easier to maybe to say, to get it out. All right. Two more. God helps those who help themselves. <laughs> um, you know what? I think that most of us can probably say that I was in a place where I could not help myself and God had to do it all. So I think I'm going to guess that is not in the Bible. Yeah. Sometimes um, (laughs) God helps and saves those who cannot help themselves. That's kind of how God works. That's, that's kind of the point of salvation. So this, this was uh, made popular by Benjamin Franklin, 1757, <laughs> poor Richard Almanac. I love Ben Franklin had some great sayings. Uh, one of them mm-hmm. I misquoted at the beginning of the show. Um, he said, beer is proof that God loves us and wants us to be happy. And I, I just like uh, things like that. They're just kind of like, mm-hmm. they're, they're totally not in the Bible. They're just like, oh, right. yeah, but they could totally be misquoted as scripture if, uh, if yes. we chose to, to do that. All right. Last thing in the Bible that uh, that people think are in the Bible that are not in the Bible. You ready? Okay. Yeah. White people. <laughs> um, 
You're you're talking about like people of European descent, right? Yeah, I'm talking about white people. <laughs> they are wh- not in the Bible. I'm talking about white folk. <laughs> um, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Is America in the Bible? <clears throat> if it is in the Bible, it is part of end end time prophecy, and not in a good way. <laughs> not in a good um, way. <laughs> <laughs> but it's never it's never mentioned. It you know there are mm-hmm. things that people like they try to say. Oh, when they talk about the big horn and the little horn, horns grow from uh, from uh, over time, and so a little horn would be a young country, and the United States is a young country in comparison to Israel. And so I mean they can kind of do all of these things, uh, but it's a lot of gymnastics to really try to shoehorn your own yesness into uh, into the the Bible somewhere. But no, um, no. You, the U.S. of A. is not not mentioned in the Bible, and also uh, white folk. And white folk not in the Bible. Um, there is uh, a belief that has permeated through some Christianity that Noah had three sons: him, Shem, and Japheth, and that mm-hmm. uh, one of those sons went off and became the uh, the ancestor of all Asian people. Uh, another one of those sons went off to become the ancestor of all African people. And then uh, a third son went off to become the ancestor of all Anglo people. And um, okay. <clears throat> that is, uh, that is birthed in Mormonism and mm-hmm. was uh, created so that being racist was okay because uh, Mormons were super racist for a long time until they decided they just weren't going to be anymore. Until um, they decided not to. Gotcha. Yeah. C- kind of like... So I actually, I had another... Um, <laughs> you went right past it. You want me to take that I'm, part out. <laughs> I am just moving on. Okay. Uh, so <clears throat> when you mentioned Mormonism, uh, I, my dad and I were talking the other day about uh, scripture and uh, people misquoting it and attributing things to scripture that are not scripture. And he said, he was telling me this story. So there were these two people uh, talking. One was a believer and one was an atheist. And they were just having a great discussion about scripture and, and uh, Christianity and Jesus and this pastor walks up and decides to insert himself into the conversation uh, and decides to quote some scripture uh, towards the atheist. And he said, you know, uh, in the Bible, Judas went and hung himself. And then Jesus said, go, thou go and do likewise. But he forgot like all that stuff in between. Yeah. There's a lot, of, there's a lot of words in lot, between those. A lot of, a lot of stuff in between. And we were just talking about people who do that. And yeah, you got to be careful. Hey, by the way, this is life hack. Be careful with ellipsis. The little, th- the yes. three dots. When, if you ever see three dots, it means that there's mm-hmm. something there that, that existed that, uh, that you need to like be, make yourself aware of. Also, yes. um, little life hack. If you want to leave something out, put some ellipsis. If you, if you really, right. if you're trying to help, you know, that's a, that's a, that's a salesman, uh, trying to be a three there. All right. Um, let's, uh, let's get into the B. Okay. Oh, no, not the bees. Not the bees. Ah! Okay. I went back into their archives to find this because I just thought it was hilarious. Okay. Okay. Trigger warning. Here are some pictures of potatoes. 
Okay. That That's it. It's like, please only proceed if you're certain that depictions of potatoes will not have a harmful triggering effect on you or anyone else within eyesight of the screen you are currently looking. And it's just a page full of pictures of potatoes. And I don't know why, but it made me giggle. So what? I don't understand. That's exactly the point. Like, it's just everybody gets triggered by something. So trigger warning. Here's potatoes. Potatoes. That's, Here's potatoes if you get triggered by potatoes. Because you never know. Be warned. That, that's it. Listen, I didn't say it was a great one. I just said potatoes. It made you laugh. Oh, yeah, no, made me not the bees. Not the bees. Ah! All right. What's your nod for me? Uh, my nod for me is what I said earlier that I can't fix stupid. Yeah. And when I'm when I'm dealing with somebody at work and I have to try to explain something in great detail and they just keep responding with the same thing. Their argument never changes, even though I respond to exactly what they want. Sorry, that happened to me this week and it was just really frustrating. And I, I, I didn't know what else to tell this person besides what I, the very detailed breakdown that I gave them, they didn't like, and it was not enough. (sighs) Anyway, that's not for me. It's very frustrating. How about you? Um, my not for me is a phrase that I heard this week at work. It was, do you know who I am? (laughs) The phrase do it could there be a more (laughs) self righteous (laughs) jerky thing to say that do you know who I am? And here's the thing. This um this was might have been a work situation. I'm not gonna say if it definitely was, but it definitely <laughs> was. Um, but it, where it was a very small client, very uh-huh. small client, and I don't mean small right. in stature. I just mean like not very busy, um, and uh, doesn't send a lot of work. And then all of a sudden, just like I send a lot of work. Do you know who I am? And my my response was no. I don't. Should I? Should I know? I'm I'm really sorry. Um, I cannot. Listen, I cannot. I I can't call my laboratory and have them shut down all of our testing to go find a tube. I can't. I can't do that. Can't do Um, it. uh, I'm sorry. You're just going to have to wait. They were really upset that they didn't get uh, results back in time uh, for a Mm -hmm. test. It was supposed to be within 48 hours. It had been 12. So they oh, they needed it. Okay. Yeah. And so uh it actually resulted out in 18 hours and uh which was w- way sooner, but that that yeah. 6 hours in between, they were really really upset. And they were uh, they were to, angry. Yeah, as I, I told them I was like if I go stop it, it means that it's just that much longer until it gets resulted. So, it'll probably take them a couple hours to find it. Do you want us to stop the whole line or just go through the process? And then a couple hours later, I sent him a text. Yeah, it's resulted. You're welcome. But it was the phrase, do you know who I am? Um, I I would love to see this in the wild, like at a restaurant. Like just uh-huh. somebody like, "Can I, uh, I need a table for two. Sorry, we're all booked. Do you know who I am? I'm sorry. Do you know who I am? It's, you, it's all in the way you say it. Oh, right? absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So that's my, uh, that's my not for me. Guys, Yeah. Um, that's a show. Woohoo! 
Woo! But listen, um, our thoughts and opinions about these phrases that are not in the Bible don't have to be the final word. Dear listener, what for other things do people think are in the Bible that are not? Tell Absolutely. us. Tell us. Honestly, tell us what uh, what you your favorite is, but then also tell us, do you know who I am? Like, do, do you know who but, I am? But seriously, tell do you know us, who were I you, am? Were you surprised by any of these? Were you I, shocked by some of these that were not in the Bible that you would have just bet money on being in the Bible? Because I want to know. I yeah. want to know if you were surprised. How, how would someone do that? You can let us know by commenting on all the socials. We are at Dropping Sunday on all the things, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Yeah, and for every comment that you give us, uh, we give money away to a local charity or ministry. Yeah, we're nice like that. Uh, You can also help us grow the show by uh, telling a friend or a family member to subscribe. And because you know what? We're going to be back. We'll be back next week. We will. Until then, this is Seth. This is Andrea. And this is Dropping Sunday.